1: The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Powercat Insiders podcast, presented by Commerce Bank, and it starts right now. Now let's go to the WTC gig-powered studios.
2: Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to another edition of the Powercat Insiders Podcast brought to you by Commerce Bank. No Matt Walters today. He actually has responsibilities. I I don't know. Tim Fitzgerald, Ryan Black, Kellis Robinette, and sitting in right here in studio, WIBW Sports Director Tyler Grever. Ratings are about to spike. Oh, yeah. No Matt, the
0: ladies come back listening. I can't match that introduction. Like I'm not gonna live up to any
2: of that. Well I'm glad you dressed up as a Capitals fan today. I really, like a, I mean not know. just a Capitals fan, kind of a homeless Capitals fan. I mean when the temperature goes up, man, my effort goes down
0: like there, in a lot. Yeah. You know, well, I I like the to beanie. when the temperature goes down. No yes, the effort's gonna go up when the temperature goes down. When the temperature goes up the effort goes down. More comfy clothes. Well, and, and you can straight. speak okay,
3: to, yeah. you you can speak to this, Tyler. I mean, having lived in Virginia too, it's like this yeah. is like the same weather right now that you would have in that in Virginia, that area, uh, it's probably colder than it'd be in
0: Virginia. I'm not gonna lie, Kansas is just maybe a little, little windier. Colder. Yeah, definitely windier. Like I don't hear the wind howling when I'm going to sleep at night in Virginia. So we spent more time on that than we
2: probably. It to. wasn't our pleasant one of our pleasant things we arranged in Kansas. No. Howling cold wind and humidity to go with hundred degree weather. That's that's our. It's beautiful. The wind search. The, the wind search. God
1: <laughs> Name's not
2: starting to sound so bad, is it? <laughs> oh, man alive. Life is full of moments, big and small. Commerce Bank has the technology and the people to help with whatever financial challenges come your way. Commerce Bank challenge accepted. How's that? Done. Matt, we didn't even miss you. Okay, boys. Liberty Bull. Um, and what's great about this is... Uh, Kellis has been doing this a long time, but in some sense, you have more of an outside view than I would as an alum website guy. How did you feel about the selection, and someone just hop in here, of the – K-State slipping all the way to the Liberty Bowl, if you want to describe it as that?
3: Well, I thought you asked Kellis first. I want to let him jump in. No, go ahead. Didn't you ask him first? No, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, get, you want to go? No, you go. I mean, you've had, you're actually. And that's it for uh, the podcast, <laughs> T- Tyler. You didn't ever cover the Liberty Bowl, right? Uh, no. So see, I, I haven't not. either. So you have you ought to go first, Carlos. You've actually covered this.
2: Yeah, thing. well,
4: I'm wearing the shirt, and so that's I what I'm guess. saying. Yeah, I think yeah, you, exactly that gives you kind of fond of memories.
2: <laughs> I, have yeah, that yeah. event.
4: Um, I mean, I was a little surprised. I thought going into the day, I thought signs were pointing that they'd go Alamo. Me too. Unless. They took Texas, and I thought if they slipped, they'd go to the camping world. I thought Kansas State would get the nod there over Iowa State, having just beat them. But the thing you always got to remember in the Big 12 Bowl cycle is none of that matters. If if a bowl likes a a team for its fan base or name or... It's Coach's brand. There's really no reason why they you know, don't have to take a team or can take any other team. So, uh, yeah, it's the Wild West on Selection Sunday sometimes, and when you get four teams tied in the, the final standings like we had this year, I guess we probably should have expected some unpredictability. Um, I mean, I, I get why people are a little peeved about it. Um, you could definitely say that Kansas State had the best resume of any of those teams, um, maybe if you really want to compare them, maybe Oklahoma State 1, K-State 2, yeah. Texas 3, Iowa State 4. Some, It's kind of interesting that the, the cycle flipped there, the list. The was two, the yeah, the 2, 7, and 5 teams. Exact opposite. So, yeah, a, a little weird, but, um, you know, the more I've gotten away from the initial kind of shock and disappointment of the announcement, it, it's growing on me a little bit. You get to play Navy. They're ranked. It's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, you don't have to travel on Christmas afternoon kickoffs. So you can still go out on the, on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, and and from what I've heard, they're going to treat K State a little bit better this time in Memphis. They're giving them the prime hotel. There's not going to be Arkansas fans everywhere <laughs> overrunning the game. So I, you know, uh, it, I still would have preferred one of the other Bulls, but uh, it's warming, it's growing on me.
2: Well, I bet the Liberty Bulls overjoyed because K State fans, even though they're a little bit disappointed, will show up. So they'll have fans here.
3: How was the attendance last time they went, Kellis, per oh. your shirt?
2: Uh, it was
4: sold out, but it was all Arkansas.
3: Oh, oh no. Okay. But I at mean, K-State. How did K-State travel for right. the game? They
4: sold out their allotment, okay. like 6000 but that was about it. Well, I mean, my opinion, obviously. I KLS mean, that, for what, for a normal, bowl, it had Arkansas not swallowed up every other seat, it would have been a, a fine turnout for Kansas State. How many stories did
3: you guys write about Bielema that game? Like heading into mm. it, just the Snyder, and Snyder
2: loves them Of course, I stuff. covered him when he was here, so I knew him, and so that was – we did some from that angle. But uh, he was very entertaining when it came – Does to he that. remember you? Did he, it's
3: like, oh, Fitz, hey. Mm.
2: Yeah. Did you guys like, hit Bill Street after the game together? N- no, we didn't do anything <laughs> fun last time. We uh, – I'm going to be honest with our – Subscribers, we worked way too hard last time, and we're not going to do that. We just cranked out. Wow! Well, we cranked out so much. I like the candor. We put out so much stuff. There was no way they could absorb it all. Yeah. And all we did was sit in a uh, Homewood Suites by the FedEx office because uh, we saved a buck by not going to the media hotel. Was kind of expensive that year. And we just worked, and it wasn't fun. And we listened to the automatic gunfire. It. At midnight, it's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful night, in Memphis.
4: It is kind of funny that the last time they went there, they were six and six, and kind of a miracle that they even got to that. And now they're having this really good year, and they're eight and four, and
2: you know, I
4: know. They're back
2: there again. It, it just doesn't. The bowl thing doesn't make sense, but. Uh, Tyler, do you have a thought on it? I was just surprised that that Iowa State in in any way would get, I guess,
0: a preferential treatment uh, over K-State or or a bowl committee would select them before K-State. That's like the only thing that comes to mind uh, for me. Uh, I like Memphis as a place. Like this is just personally me speaking, so I don't mind them going there, and it actually fits with some personal plans I have, so I was celebrating when they got picked there yesterday. Oh, you're going to get to go? Yeah. I just never know how the TV stations, how you guys do these things. Yeah, I mean, we haven't had like an official conversation, about it okay. yet, so maybe I'm speaking before I should. But uh, we plan on. I'll going. send you a
3: postcard if you don't come.
0: Sure,
1: yeah. Like I'm, I wish I'm, you were here, Tyler.
0: Like I'm going home for Christmas, like the 22nd through the 26th, so I get back and then I'm ready to travel again. But uh, I also, I don't know. I guess if if you were upset about it, like in the grand scheme of things, ten years down the road, are you really going to remember that? they got chosen to go to the Liberty Bowl instead of, like, the Alamo Bowl. I don't know. I, no, you're going to remember if it's eight or nine wins. Right. I, it's You might be something you're mad about, like, in the moment, but then just take a step back and realize, like, five years from now, you'll remember that they had a nine-win season or an eight-win season, and that's kind of the gist of it to me.
3: Well, I, again, I'm gonna I, I, I'm going to echo what both of you guys have already said and just say that, to me, I was surprised that K-State fell to now what was the lowest bowl on the Big 12 ladder because yeah. they didn't have enough They didn't have enough teams to make it to the Cheez-It or the first responder.
2: Thank you, Air Force, for filling in for the Big 12 at the (laughs) Cheez-It
3: Man, that's going to be a fascinating game, though. Them in Washington State, that is going to be be fun to watch watch with the contrasting styles. But uh, to me, I will take the stand and say, Kellis, that to me, if you're going by the deserving thing, and if I was able to pick the bowls, I think Oklahoma State should have gone to the Alamo they're the only ranked team and then if you say okay it's them and K-State are above Texas and Iowa State because of the overall record Oklahoma State beat them head up and it was a game that was not nearly as close as the 26-13 score it was more like a 38-16 or something like like like, you know I'm sorry did I say 26-13 I want to make sure I said that was that was the score to that Oklahoma State game and then so from there I would have thought again if it's going by only fairness only and how it should have been K-State should have gone the camping world yeah, just based off I, what they did. I agree with
4: We're, that. Met purely merit-based, it should have gone Oklahoma State, K-State, Iowa State, Texas.
3: Correct. No, 100%. And then, like I so said, that's the thing. is, So then it ended up being the exact opposite. They just <laughs> inversed it is what we would call that. And, uh, you know, the, the thing that I'm shocked, because I, I don't know if you guys read this or saw this headline, the fact that one of the big selling points for Iowa State is that Matt Campbell is a brand. like a nah, national brand. But who has ever, brand. like, I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, Who has ever said, well, let's go watch... Coach Belichick or Coach Saban or Coach whoever. Like, you're going there to watch the team. It's weird Like To, me. to be fair, it's it was the weirdest, it is the weirdest thing I've ever well, seen.
4: To, to be fair, it was their athletic director saying that. So, I mean, <laughs> that could completely be a lie. The, the
3: only time I can ever understand that being
2: a real thing is if you've heard this coach is going
3: to retire at this game. It's like, well, it's going to be the last time you get to see him on the
2: sideline. I find that weird because if you're the athletic director, I know you just signed him to another extension do you really want to start pushing your coach <laughs> as a brand because you're almost advertising for people to come after? Pretty much, yeah. It's just kind of strange.
4: And my, my, uh, my favorite conspiracy theory was that uh, there are three Camping World stores or vendors or whatever you want to call it in Iowa and zero in Kansas. Oh, and well, I mean, that's a deciding oh, wow. factor. You
2: know what? <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good theory right there. This whole thing is dumb. Man. I know. It's <laughs> just dumb. straight up stupid. i And, sorry. and it, get, it always brings me back to this. Can we stop talking about the tradition? and gallantry of the Bulls situation oh, here. Yeah. They're all about a buck. They sell their name. They well, aren't yeah. what they used to be. What I was going to say to you for a
0: second when you were mentioning the, the pecking order, of the Bulls, yeah. is how many casual college football fans A, know that the conferences have contractual obligations to these bowls to slot teams in or even know that there is a pecking order because I would think a high percentage of them don't even know that, which is fine. Like, that's totally reasonable. You're, well, you said casual fan, right? Yeah, ca- well, heck, even go up slightly above casual fan even knows that there's a pecking right. order.
3: Well, you that. know, you're right, just because you're going to have people who say, well, even in the New Year Six Bowls, like, well, okay, how is Penn State in versus U- right. instead of Utah? Right. Well, it's because there are just certain things that have to happen yeah. like, for instance, why... Uh, In the Orange Bowl, like people are like, well, why the heck is Virginia there? Well, it's because if there's an ACC team in the playoff, an ACC
2: team has to be in the Orange Bowl. Don't they have to be ranked? I think they have to be ranked. And that was one of the conspiracy Mm. theories I heard. Do they have to be ranked to be in a New Year's Six Bowl? Yeah. That Virginia got Mm. put in and it bumped Utah. Probably Penn State would have. No, Penn State wouldn't have gone there. I'm not sure. Utah would have been in at that point. Who's Virginia playing in the Orange Bowl? Florida. Oh, okay. We're playing Florida. Kind of see, the then Penn State probably would have played Florida in that bowl game, and Utah would have been back. Um, well, I'm just trying to think. That, that the, the, point that we're, is, see, the fact that we're even having this discussion which, is – Which oddly
4: is, hurt K-State somehow. Well, I'm saying that's that's
2: <laughs> exactly what my point is. <laughs> but I'm saying that the
3: fact, Tyler, that we're even having this discussion it sh- shows you because we're try- – I'm almost positive, though, Fitz. We do this we, for a living. If we looked this up, right I, think, I think – and this is where it's even crazier. There has to be an ACC team in – in the Orange Bowl. Yeah. So even if it was a 6-6 six and six team, but see, so their opponent is this weird combination of either a Big Ten team, an SEC team, or Notre Dame. And where that's crazy, right, is that everyone thinks Notre Dame being an ACC school based in every sport but football. But in the, because Notre Dame gets to be its own private entity in football, they, they have all of these separate side agreements. So in certain years, there basically has to be like a rotating number between it's always going to be an ACC team in there unless it's a playoff game and then they'll face either an SEC, Big Ten, or Notre Dame. So I'm saying it doesn't matter. Like, I, the
2: I Orange Bowl might want to revisit that based on the quality of teams in the ACC. It's possible.
3: Hey, Florida State just hired, made a great hire, I think. Mike Norvell, I think, he's going to do great there. Yeah. I, know, so I think ball. he was a fantastic hire. Home run. Big picture, though. It's not, that, not yeah. that much to get
0: worked up about. That's my point.
3: Well, Tyler, what do you think about your alma mater? About and they're Missouri, high, yeah. high, I like
0: it. I mean, I, I like it as a, a little bit out of the box instead of, I mean, he's 36, I think. He's got about a year ahead coaching experience coming out of App State. He's got a good offensive background. So I just want something that was going to excite me a little bit. And Does it excite you? Yes, even though Aliyah Drinkwitz sounds like his family's been curating moonshine <laughs> for about 50 years. That is a great name. And that fits in Missouri. I'll tell you that. He sounds like he got— See, a, a guy like that needs to have, like, a Hazleton beard. You're
2: that or— Yeah, I know. It's a Jewish name. I don't know if he's Jewish <laughs> or not, but it's a Jewish name.
0: His grandpappy had a riverboat probably in 1932. Oh, but, man. You know, I'm down with it.
3: But so. I'll just say that my only question about that hire is just the fact that—I mean, he did take over a program that is so fantastic. And he's oh, gonna, he, he tried, did, yeah. He's got to try to build something at Mizzou. Hey, at least he's in the at least he's in the easier
0: division. At least he hit like the max at App State. Yep. I will say that like he fully took advantage of. What are they 12 and
2: 1 and, 12 and 1. ranked? Yeah, they only lost to Georgia a heck Southern. a accomplishment. You talk about a dude that strapped himself to a rocket ship. Oh yeah. I mean, he's I'm head coach at App state, App state. App State. For 1 year you, and now you, I'm in the SEC. SEC. Yeah, it's it's a big jump.
3: I'm not going <laughs> to ask you cuz I think you probably know. Do you guys could either of you say what town or even what state App
2: State is in? It's in uh, Georgia.
4: No, it's in North Carolina.
3: Yeah. North okay, Carolina. so Calus got that. Do you know what city? Uh, Boone something. There you go. No, it's Boone. Do Man, you know what county Columbia, Missouri is in? Boone County. No way. That, that's no. probably
4: why they did it? That's it. Boom. And that's spelled Everything the same way? Spelled the same way? B-O-O-N-E. Wow. Yes. And I did not know that. No. I would also like to point out just how wild it is that a year after Mike Norvell finished third in the Kansas State coaching series. Correct. He's the Ends up at winner Florida at Florida, Florida State. State. Yeah. That shows you how...
2: Different right. coaching cycles can be year to year. Right. And it, there really was kind of a shortage of candidates this year. You know, look what Arkansas reached so. and did. Uh, and, and that's one of those hires that, you know, kind of like what K State did. It works for them. Yeah. Nobody else might have done it. Arkansas hiring a Georgia offensive line coach just
3: sounds like perfect. To <laughs> do you, do you that guys. Was his
4: previous job? I think line. so. Yeah, I I think think he's, he's Georgia's offensive
3: line coach. Do you know the last head coaching job that he had? I no. saw it in this story. No. Hutchinson Community College. The really last time yeah,
4: he, good for him. The That's last time he's been man. a head coach
3: of any program <laughs> was at Hutch. He has not ever been a. I don't know if he's ever even been a coordinator I at the
0: college level. Love Arkansas, man. Love it. It's great. <laughs> um, Arkansas's in trouble. I, I think
3: they got. Well, some I just. Problems. I mean, it yeah. might. It might work because he can. He's he can recruit. But man, I just think. Uh, He's going to have it's, to really recruit. He, it's, gonna, it's a tough it, – because especially now that Ole Miss has hired Lane Kiffin, I think that's a great hire. So. I really do like that hire. He just fits Ole Miss. Bad news for Joe Moorhead, though. <clears throat> yeah, and Joe Mo was – Joe Moe was talking
0: some smack later in the year at a couple of those press conferences. Like, he was out there saying, this is my program. You're going to have to drag my Yankee – but out of here. Yeah, I like mean, that. Easy. That's why uh, I'd handle it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like did see someone that quote tweeted worse. it and said,
3: D- You shouldn't tempt them, Joe.
0: <laughs> <That> <laughs> because was me. they might. Oh, what? That was the, literally, guys, like literally know,
3: me. I mean, yes. they might.
2: I'm wow. just shocked they ever made that higher. To get Moorhead? I liked it at first, but I don't I, know. Not, not who it was. He is a Yankee at yeah, Mississippi State.
0: But so was he Dan is. Mullen. Yep, he was. I mean, Dan Mullen's from New Hampshire, I think, originally. Uh, either New Hampshire
3: or Connecticut. Yeah, I can't I mean, really he's, he
0: doesn't fit Starkville at all, like, in terms of the culture mm-hmm. there. But, yeah, Joe But guy, he won. He did. he did. He did a heck of a job, man. He really did. And he's doing
2: a good job at Florida, too. Well, speaking of good jobs, Chris Kleiman really mm-hmm. did a nice job with this first team. Yep. And And there were some questions about this team. They had some clunker performances, and I wonder if the Bulls were like, uh, we don't want them to come down here and not yep. block anyone and just get rolled over. But. I
3: don't think that had anything to do with it. I think it, it's what we talk about. It's just literally Texas was was a brand. That's where they went first. Whatever you believe about this Matt Campbell things, whatever. Obviously, Texas Bowl was going to take Oklahoma yeah. State because they'd never been there. So te- this is the last, and I know I'm glad we were shifting about the bowl thing. I just want to make sure that I say that I know, like you said now, now that we can look at the, the regular season in hindsight, people feel like K State who are fans get, got screwed. But it's like if you had told any K-State fan before this season you're going to finish tied for third in the league, 8-4 and four overall, and you're going to beat Oklahoma, and it's going to be the only loss Oklahoma has the entire year, they would take it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And so now we're just arguing the semantics of, well, we want to go to this bowl versus this bowl. Yeah. But it's still an amazing first season for Chris Clinton. I mean,
0: uh, wasn't the Liberty Bowl really the only bowl game to have many reps in Manhattan for games? They were consistently they, there. They, they were. They did show games. the most consistent yeah. interest in them. Because I, I remember them at a, at a couple of them that I went to. and I, I just don't remember seeing any. And they were at Mississippi State, too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, it, they they have to be overjoyed. I think this is who they wanted. Oh, 100%. I think K-State fans showed up in good enough numbers. And you know the thing about K-State fans is they don't just roll in for the game and roll out. Maybe Arkansas did that a little bit. They show up. They show up in big numbers, and and they're there for, you know, They'll be there for three days or so at least. Well, Calus mentioned the practicality of it, and I think that's that's the best part
0: of it to me is that you can celebrate Christmas at home. It's a drivable game if you live in this area. It's not around the corner, but it's makeable. And if you want to do like a New Year's thing for in Memphis, not a bad town, also not that expensive of a town. Like I actually think it's a solid little trip
2: if you want to make it. I agree. I agree. Plus, pretty damn good barbecue. Central Barbecue, man, I'm hey, telling you.
4: Their barbecue's not any good. Whoa, Sorry. whoa. Well, okay, us hot take. Their barbecue is bad. I'll go ahead and just say Oof. that. Yeah. Other than their coleslaw, I like their coleslaw. Ooh.
2: If Dang. Really coleslaw. Are you a coleslaw person? Absolutely not. not. Nope. Not,
4: not me. Smells, All right, well, smells pass like it over garbage. this way. <laughs> we're going to do that.
3: I have not had Memphis barbecue, so I am looking forward to trying. I some.
4: ate Memphis barbecue every day when I was there last year, and I didn't have a good experience at any of the places. What were you there last year for? Uh, I mean, for the bowl.
2: Oh, oh okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's not talk about that bowl game. <laughs> 2016, K State and Arkansas. A complete mismatch in that game. Just a, Arkansas was really good that. Who did Arkansas have that year, like player-wise? I don't remember. Always. A bunch of they big dudes. A really
4: dudes. good tight end. Hunter Henry? Hunter yeah. oh, Henry. Oh,
2: yeah. I remember. Yep. Yeah, that wasn't good. Uh, I am going to the bowl game, believe it or not. I I haven't gone on the road with football all year. I've decided I'm going to the bowl game, and I'm taking podcasting equipment. If anyone would like to join me at any point, uh, I'm setting up shop in Memphis. Oh, I think um, defensive lineman who plays for the Patriots now
3: was also on that team. Oh, the Arkansas team? Yes. Uh, What's his name? I'm just blanking on it right now, but I'm almost positive he was on that team, too. It was, that's like, Alex Collins the running back back then?
4: I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds- yes,
3: yeah, that's correct. Okay. He would have been there. God, I
2: just remember that press box sucking.
0: That might have <laughs> been the year. Do you remember that Arkansas Ole Miss game where they had the lateral, like, 20 yards across the field to win on, like, fourth down to go to overtime? Do you remember that in Oxford? That game was insane. But
3: I think that, that would have been a different year because wasn't that's what kept Arkansas out of a bowl game. They needed oh, to win that game, so that would have probably been twenty sixteen. Because they did win that game
0: in Ole Miss, like that's what I'm saying. Like Hunter Henry threw it across the field, mm, Collins thought, picked it up and ran it for a first down.
3: It I, just, was, I guess I just thought there was something that happened in that game that maybe that prevented Ole Miss from getting yes. to the bowl. Yeah, I no, just no, thought it might there have prevented
0: was, Ole Miss from going to the SEC championship game. I just like, remember there was something crazy
3: that because Arkansas won that
0: game that it changed everything. I, I'll else. double check it. I'm, I might be mixing up years, and we could talk about this when we're not. Yeah, on
2: a no, that's, State that's
3: football true. podcast. But, but you're right. I'm
2: almost positive
3: that Alex Collins would
2: have been on that. Who invited the SEC guys? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened here. We just lost control. Uh, Navy. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of excited about seeing Navy. Okay. Yeah. There's, some, there's yes. something about seeing one of the, you know, academies mm-hmm. in action. It's going to be an interesting matchup schematically for Kansas State. And, you know, Scotty Hazleton being out of the this time in the Mountain West has some experience covering, trying to stop that offense that, you know, very similar to what Air Force was running, ironically, Air Force. But a lot of running. We'll be in and out of there in an hour and a half. (laughs) That's going to be nice. That's the best part right there. Yep. I mean, I think they'll even shorten (laughs) halftime. Everyone will just run around all through halftime and just wind it up and let's get it going here, guys. They lead the country in rushing by 49 yep. yards. Yeah, I, Army, I wrote
3: that yesterday. The three service academies are,
0: are the th- top three rushing teams in the country. Now. And then
3: Army's exactly. like 20, almost 20 yards ahead of Air Force, right? Correct. It's like yep. 360, 311, and then like 292. Yep. yep. And, they've only play,
4: and they've only played 11 games, and they rank number one in rushing yards, number three in rushing attempts,
2: and number five in rushing average. It's crazy. So. It, it's kind of unique. You get... All of us, whether you're a fan or a member of the media, you get to watch them play a game before the bowl game. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, And I'm looking forward to
3: seeing it in person, seeing their... Seeing like their run game, well, I mean, because I, I did cover a couple of games when I was in, you know, when I was in college, and Georgia Southern came and played Georgia because obviously Munkin, who is now an Army, was Georgia Southern's coach at that time, and so I have seen it before, but like I'm, I'm interested to see it again, especially in a bowl setting, and then like on top of the fact that it's a, I've never seen a Service Academy, and I want to see what kind of attendance they bring. If I go, I'm not looking forward to shooting it. I'll tell you that. it. Uh, hate, hate because of all the misdirection, all, you don't know
0: where the ball it, is. It's so hard. You got to you got to keep your head on a swivel with that stuff. <laughs> well, it's really I hard. can't. <laughs> It Tyler Reger without a camera in front of my face. <laughs> like I feel like I'm wide Hubert trying to like set the edge or just like keep an eye on the ball like every time. Now if
2: you're do. Chris Kleiman, are you excited about this matchup? And here's why I say this because what problem has your defense had all year? Stopping the run. Tackling, yeah. stopping the run. And now you get to really challenge your guys to pay attention to details. Yep, you've you've talked about the need to wrap up better. If you don't wrap up in this game, you're going to be humiliated by this running game. I
0: think it's an excellent opportunity to test your team's discipline. Yep, as a whole, because that's that's what it takes to stop an offense like that. It's assignment football, controlling your gaps, and being able mm-hmm. to to know your keys and, and commit to them the whole game. Like it's the ultimate test of that to try and stop them.
3: And we've seen we talked about it last week like. Laquan Patton improving in that area. But I think, like, for him and, and like, Eli Sullivan, you know, exactly what you do your assignments. Don't try to blow somebody up. No, yeah. Just, just, just do what you're supposed to do. That's literally
0: what it is. But I think you do have an advantage of having guys on the edge like like Reggie and Wyatt who are good players, experienced players, and very smart as a whole because they'll they be as important as anybody in that If game.
3: you guys were K-State's coaching staff, this is just me. Would you guys not want to have, like, the team on Saturday sit down and watch the game all together, like, in the theater? I don't think it would be a bad idea. I are. mean, I'm sure they're going to be practicing instead. I, I mean, that's a they'll, pretty good
0: idea. They'll sure. exhaustively study it anyway after it's over. But, sure. I mean, I don't see why not. It's a unique advantage to yeah. have.
2: Will they bring a boat? I just want a boat. <laughs> they just roll a they'll boat. They'll
0: bring a lot of—I'm sure they'll have an awesome turnout. Like
2: a destroyer right? in the parking lot? That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. Unlike— uh, A boat on land. But but like you know On the Mississippi River, bring it right. Sure I mean just fit. be. Are you wanting, an F three hundred and fifty? An F three hundred and fifty could probably. Uh, are, it.
3: are you are you wanting more of a flotilla or an armada?
2: Oh, my God. I wow. don't know the difference. I don't know the difference.
3: It's fine. I'm just throwing I out. I don't.
2: Oh, my God. Don't I'm worry. Just, I don't
3: know the difference either. <laughs> I'm just throwing out
4: seafaring terms. Fleet. <laughs> my grandpa was in
3: the Navy, and I don't, seafaring I don't know. Seafaring
2: terms. Okay.
4: He ain't a land lover. Do we, you have much nautical wear? Anything <laughs> you can bring this
3: oh, game? I have a compass that sits on my, uh, my, my coffee table. Which it direction d- is it pointing? Well, it, it, it's more for, for show. Ah. It's unfortunately not a real...
4: Compass, but it looks cool.
3: How, how's it a not a real compass? A, show? A, a compass hundred. only
2: has when one job. When Does that
4: ever happen? When it's have you ever shown it... this compass to anyone? It's just. It's Is that just... like how you impress chicks? <laughs> <laughs> does uh, come back up. has it. Has
3: it worked to my advantage? <laughs> <laughs> to <say?
4: laughs> A compass for
3: show. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic.
2: What's, what's a compass's job? North. <laughs> hey, compass, what are you doing? North.
3: Well, I just admit that it, it's, it's, it, it's just, it oh looks, looks like a compass. It's not actually one that's been like, your a challenge for compass? this whole game is to bring
0: the compass, and you have to navigate from the media hotel to the stadium what, with the way, nothing I, I, but I the would,
4: compass.
3: What, like, North. is this <laughs> hanging oh. on your wall? Is a no, pocket it, I said it's sitting on my coffee table. You should
0: wear it like a chain. That's what you should
4: do. <laughs> it is very, it is. Flavor, <laughs> flavor. You know, it is yeah. very heavy. Big How compass. big is this compass? Uh,
3: is it average size? Or? I
4: mean, it's it's about the size of like a donut, like a regular. That's donut. a big compass. And it, and it's, but it's just a faux compass.
3: It doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just for looks.
4: <laughs> Does it have a needle at all? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It has a needle on it. Yeah. Does it say north, west, east, south?
3: It's gonna sound bad. You don't it's know. It's been so long <laughs> since I've looked at it because. I'm not in my apartment having to figure out what direction I'm walking. Doors. You know,
2: and I haven't taken it out to use it out on the town. Our compass is pointing to a break. (laughs) We'll be right back on the Powercat Insiders podcast.
1: Stay locked in. The Powercat podcast will be right back.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
1: We now send it back to Fitz in the WTC Gig Powered Studios.
2: Welcome back to the Powercat Insiders <laughs> podcast. We tried. We to navigate work- it back correctly. Yeah, to exactly. It. We tried to work through the giggles over the compass that doesn't compass. Well, I've got a car. It, it doesn't drive.
3: <laughs> well, if I if I don't make it to the bowl game, guys, just assume that I got lost in the
2: Bermuda Triangle. Uh, oh, it's but, east. It's east. My cheeks hurt from is. laughing. Yeah, do good stuff. We are sponsored by Commerce Bank. Commerce has the technology and the people to help with whatever your financial challenges come your way. Commerce Bank, challenge accepted. Matt Walters is not in with us today. He is actually doing work things. I think he said he had to go speak to great grade school kids. I don't know how that's part of his job, but I apologize to the grade school. (laughs) Tim Fitzgerald, Ryan Black, Kels Robinette, and Tyler Griever from WIBW, sitting in with us today, and he actually made the drive from Topeka to Manhattan. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'm off work today, so why not? Yeah, I I mean, I I get to do that every week, so I'm glad you get to experience it. He's
4: more dedicated than us. I sometimes don't even want to drive across town.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Could you just call me? (laughs) Kellis, if it ever gets to that point, we'll call you. (laughs) That's hilarious. Let's talk a little bit of basketball before we circle back around to football, mostly because I'm out of football questions. So now let's talk some basketball. What was the final score? I didn't write it down.
3: 73-65. I thought
2: K-State played okay.
4: I did. Yeah, that's the sad part, really.
3: Well, I mean, it was their lowest in terms of, what was it, 32 point something percent of their worst shooting performance of the season. Well,
2: shooting is shooting. This yeah. team sucks at it. <laughs> yeah. They can't even shoot free throws. No. So it's not about they're getting defended. You put them at a line with nobody around them, and they can't shoot. I don't think we talk about that enough. Like, they're really bad at the free throw line. I mean... That's inexcusable.
0: Yeah, I mean, because... At, at any level. How many free throws did they miss the other day? I, I don't even know off the top of My head,
3: but I mean, heck! If you make, I think they were like eighteen for thirty-two. I mean, that's a A good
4: day. That's a good good day by their
3: standards. God, make ten of those. They were four ten in the first
0: half, what I remember. It's a different game. I just just don't know if we play that up enough. They're really bad.
2: They're they're awful shooting the ball, shooting from the free. I don't have any
0: analytical take on that. They're They're, bad. They're awful inside five feet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what stood out to me the other day was that they had plenty of easy bucket opportunities. I remember Xavier Sneed had a straight up fast break layup that he just blew. I mean, it was, he had to make a move right at the end to get by somebody, but they had opportunities off second chance points, fast break. You convert those, you might win the game.
2: Honestly, I, I, that's that's what or I even, think.
4: You, or even just miss them in a way that yeah, the other team's not scoring immediately on the other end.
2: That's what killed them. What, what I found encouraging about the game was it was the first time I thought. Kansas State dug in and competed for an extended period of time this season.
4: Yeah, they never looked flat. Yeah. I'll give the, them
2: that. The, the effort, Bruce Weber likes to say, even when they play poorly and go through the motions, that they had good effort when they don't. They had good effort in that game, and it was a lot of the freshmen. The two freshmen, I mean, they were trying to get in fights. I, were, think, I think that's a <laughs> kind of an early theme of the season is that
0: the two Gordons and Murphy, when he's healthy, is that there's not an effort problem with those nope, kids no, nope. at all. They play and very I, hard. I think they fit the, the quote-unquote culture of effort. In you
3: know, that know who they remind me of? Well. Huh. They remind me of the basketball version of Josh Youngblood. Really? All th- they just all play with like a reckless abandon. And, and like, yeah, maybe they're a little raw, but I, I'd yeah. rather have somebody going out there playing, I agree. playing hard and making mistakes 100 miles an hour than being tentative. Well, that feels like something that, that's
0: hard to teach a high school kid about. Like that's the biggest effort from high school basketball to college basketball is that your effort level pretty much has to be consistent the whole time because there are right. high school games where when you probably good. give seventy percent and you're so much 25. better than everybody else, right? right. Yeah. Like so that's that's an adjustment and, and defense and they played defense pretty well. Yeah, I, think, I thought Dejuan Gordon was very good on defense the other night. I thought he was solid. It was weird. I
4: yeah. was very struck after the game though that when Bruce Weber said it's just too bad we have to rely so much on those guys. Yeah, like yeah, he was coming as close as he could to calling out some people. And yeah, that I was
2: agree. interesting. Yeah. He did mention leadership. and Yeah, the question you and...
0: asked him was, I, I thought the, the answer he gave on that was very interesting to me. And then Cardi just kind of I think I followed up on it after you asked Bruce that. And it sounded like he just kind of disagreed that there was a, quote-unquote, leadership problem outside of Xavier's need. you know, having someone else step up and be a voice. So that's kind of an interesting dynamic.
4: Well, I think Cardi and Xavier get it. They care. Yeah. They, they want to lead. It's the drop-off between those two down to the freshmen. I think everybody in the middle is just kind of – if they screw up, they'd rather go to the bench than talk to the coaches. Sure. And that's one thing I've definitely noticed is it seems like the only two people who want to engage with Bruce and have a conversation about what do we need to do better, those two seniors, everybody else on the team is just kind of like, especially like De- DeJuan Gordon, if he makes a mistake, you almost have to take him out of the game. He gets so mad about it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, it strikes me that the narrative on Bruce early on and coming out of Illinois was he couldn't build a culture in the locker room. And that's why he always succeeded with someone else's players. The culture was in place. Barry Brown really was the the minister of culture for <laughs> Kansas State basketball for the last three, maybe four seasons. Dynamite job! I just want to shout, that says yeah. minister of culture. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's it. Um, and he really did take charge of the locker room. He really was like the adult coach in that locker room in the off season. <clears throat> Let's be honest. Xavier's not that kind of kid. He's just not. He's a lot more soft spoken, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, for the record, no. like
0: I, I think too often in sports we confuse leadership with like just yelling and yeah, talking like all the time. You don't have to be that way to be a leader right. whatsoever. Like I don't think anybody would question Xavier's Tim Duncan wasn't effort. that way. No, he wasn't that way at all. And and Xavier's a, a good college player. Like it's just it's different.
2: It's a different uh, I think he suffered from. Uh, and Cardi also from the weight of everything. Sure. All, all of a sudden, I've got a score. I've got a lead. I've got to handle the ball. Bruce I'm mentioned I'm the go-to the guy. Night, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and and in watching this team, it strikes me the only real natural leaders that I see, the guys I want to take charge, even though they're immature, are the freshmen. Yeah. And I think this team's upside down. And I think there's probably some friction in that locker room. This is just purely guessing. When you have freshmen that are so assertive, some of your veterans can kind of push back on that. They are playing like a team that just doesn't know who they are or who's doing what at certain times. They're just kind of running around, and it's very frustrating to watch. But I've said this over and over. I feel really good about the future K State basketball because I think they got three dudes. They may not be all American, but they're going to be players for a long time. Well, I think Bruce is realizing it early too that if they're going to play their best basketball this year,
0: it's with the freshmen getting more minutes than the Levi Stockards, the Sean Williams, and those guys.
3: Like I just, I think it's readily apparent that that's what he's got to do, especially when Montavious is back. Well, Fitz, you were the one who called for this last week, and it just seems obvious. The more that you watch, is like they need to get David Sloan more minutes. I don't know why he's not in the lineup yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just – i He's the best passer on the team by far. I mean, Cardi has the assist numbers, but he doesn't have, to me, the vision and his natural knack for it that, that Sloan seems to have. Yeah.
4: Well, the problem is every time they pass, there's nobody there to finish with a <laughs> basket. Yeah, nobody can shoot. Yep. And when, like, David Sloan had a good idea that last game, he threw a lob pass to Mac. Mack missed it, missed it by two yards.
2: <laughs> two it was, yards. It was so bad. It was. It was so bad. I almost caught it. <laughs> I mean,
3: and you know, this goes back to guys too, like where K State basketball is kind of like K State football, where we talk about the margin for error, is because they always re- rely so heavily on their defense. If they're not shooting well, it makes it even tougher. Man, right now they're well, not they're, shooting.
4: Well. They're not going to shoot it well. Yeah, they're not. I was thinking about watching Marcus Howard. Made me think. I mean, he made some of those shots so effortlessly. When was the last time K State had like a legitimate
2: good shooter? Just a bucket getter, man. Poland, yeah. is it? Has it
4: been that long?
2: Yeah, and Poland really wasn't one. If you go back to his freshman season, he just wasn't natural at it. He made himself a good shooter, which is hard to do. Um, Henson, maybe. Will Will oh, Scott going
4: back to the '80s?
2: Yeah, oh, Bob Boozer. This has been I, a I thing. Thought
4: it, you know, <laughs> said, uh, I remember him well. Who was who was the sharpshooter for uh, uh, Wooly? Was it uh, oh,
2: Cartier? Was pretty.
4: Yeah. What? I'm spacing uh, on his last name. Was that Cartier Diara C- Martin or Martin? Okay, there was another player, Diara something.
2: Yeah, Cartier yeah, Martin. Diara. There you go. There you go. Known for. Playing one good game, but it was in Allen Fieldhouse. That's all. The only thing he did his whole career was played really well when Wooldridge won in Allen Fieldhouse, and nobody can explain it. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the pyramids. We don't know how it happened. <laughs> we'll just accept it as fact. But um, it's just so weird. Like there's nobody. There's nobody you
4: can throw the ball to on this team with no. an open shot and even be confident that it's going in.
2: It has bothered me about Kansas State recruiting for a number of years through a number of coaches that they just don't go get that guy. Baylor always has one, that guy. Hey, I'm at 25 feet. Oh, you're not going to cover me? Three points. I mean, you just got to have that guy that stretches a defense that can come in and give you, you know, three possessions, nine points, that, that kind of sudden scoring. They don't have that. I just,
4: I just wonder if they all. don't, yeah, maybe they just don't value it. On the recruiting trail, I know, like, who was the dude?
2: Well, they get in, caught up in athleticism.
4: Well, who was the guy in the NCAA tournament last year who, like, broke the all-time record for three-pointers? At that small school, you remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what He played on Barry Brown's AAU team.
2: I have no idea.
4: Well, oh, cool. whatever his oh, name is, he was an absolute sharpshooter, and K-State thought about yeah, recruiting. Yeah, uh, the the Wofford kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember his name, whatever but yeah, he played for baby. Wofford. But K State was in on that kid. They looked at him, and they took him to Bruce and said, "This guy can sh- flat out shoot it. What do you think?" And he said, "He doesn't do enough good thing, other good things well. So I don't want him." They didn't recruit him, and I, I think may- I think it'd be worth their time if, in the future, they maybe said,
2: "Well, I can say, I say this. That a little, a little more." Having a guy that doesn't do all the little things right, but can shoot the ball, is a lot better than some of the guys they have sitting on their bench doing nothing. Yeah. doing absolutely nothing, of no value to anyone. And when they walked on campus and I saw him play, I'm like, well, good luck getting anything out of this guy. Just some sort of a spot-up shooter in, in any way, shape, or form would do wonders well, for them. In a, in same, they might have one in next year's class. We'll see. Um, well, we'll,
3: the future looks bright there, too. Like not I know. Not the freshmen, but, I mean, like the recruiting I know. I, they've signed. I I feel really good about the future, but
4: it's this year that
2: I I come back to this. You shouldn't be bottoming out every four years. You just there should be. And if you look at this roster, the real problem is, and I've pointed this out for years, and everyone says you're just hating, is that Xavier Sneed and Cardi Jada are the only two true freshman recruits, a Big Twelve starting caliber that they've signed since the Brown. Wade Stokes class, Mike McGurl, I we've had this argument at Go Powercat quite a bit. Is he a starting player in the Big Twelve? I don't think so. I think he's a great role guy, an energy guy that comes in. But I think essentially this team has replaced Barry Brown with Mike McGurl. Yeah, let me stop and think about it. in the yeah. starting lineup. He's borderline. I mean, I'm like I don't
3: feel strongly, but I that he is. But I also don't feel. Oh, he's absolutely they not. They
2: just haven't had enough guys. Mac was a transfer. You can yeah. add him in there, but I think, I think Sean Williams could be, could become that. Yeah. He's not there now. I mean, he's
3: got the, the raw athleticism and talent, but it's yeah. going to be a question of whether he refines it. <laughs> I
0: mean, Barry could just be able to get you a tough bucket when you were completely slogged, yeah. whether it was a mid-range shot, whether it was driving to the basket. It's just like, who does that now for them? I mean, Cardi has it's, it yeah. a bit, but beyond that, it's just – that's where I feel like if, if Dejuan can somehow figure out a way to contribute like that offensively, I think that's a leap that they're going to need if they're going to actually take another step this year. He's a good enough, I think he's a good enough defender. His jump shots, it's fine. It's not quite probably where it needs to be. But to be able to create a basket off the dribble, go to the lane— that's what they really. Need.
3: Well, I mean, his preseason presser. I mean, Weber said that DeJuan was the best shooter on the team. Yeah. And their practice. I mean, again, and whether you think that's him just gassing him up or not, I don't know. But I mean, that's what we. It's just heard. as he
0: gets more comfortable, can he score at a more at a better clip and be and get more production out of him
2: to be able to take a leap? I'm sorry, I watched half of one practice and I could see DeJuan wasn't a natural shooter. He might Ledger be a scorer. Not. Yeah. Was not. Oh, okay. He, he has a hitch and a shot, which they have taken some of it out, but there's still an issue there. And if he was such a great scorer, why on Saturday night, late Saturday night, when he was swapping, Coach Weber was swapping offense for defense, was he taking Days Ron out on the offensive end of the floor? I couldn't make sense of that. He was using him defensively. That says a lot about the kid. You're taking a true freshman and putting him in on the defensive end where you think he wouldn't be – Good, especially at guard. Like it's one thing to be there as a freshman forward. So maybe you're just putting your arms up, and, and say, they were putting them on Marcus Howard. Yeah, they were not messing around. He stripped Marcus one play from behind. Mm-hmm. I'm it's telling you, I'm good. really, really optimistic. They got to get Murphy back. Yep. Um, he's just a, one more ingredient that they need but he was getting more minutes than anybody I know. before he got hurt i mean that's, that's right impressive.
3: so k, k state needs to employ the, the duke kentucky you just put all your freshmen in there and let them <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, ride them I, I think if you're bruce you have to be disappointed that nobody from the returning class not Nan Cartier or xavier has really taken advantage of an extended oh, no. look That's got to be uh, our biggest disappointment. I
2: think Mike McGurl, as of late, has started to.
0: I I, I don't think he he had as many questions maybe about him compared to, like, you know, Levi,
4: Sean, and
0: others on the team. Right. You know, Mike at least has shown that he could contribute in some way in the
2: past. If you're looking
4: for a ray of sunshine, they are undefeated when Murphy plays.
2: (laughs) There (laughs) you know. You are a ray of sunshine for that fact. You ready
3: to go to to Uh, to Newark, Kellis? um, There you go. Yeah, yeah,
4: I'll... Yeah, it'll be a fun trip. Are you going? No, I'm not really. I'll be watching forward. it at 10:30. State, right? not really looking T- forward yes. to the basketball game. 10:30
3: in the morning here
2: when they tip off. Well, it's better than 8 p.m. What the hell was that? Yeah, yeah it was weird. that was late. I didn't get that at all. I didn't appreciate it. Thank you. ESPN I didn't won appreciate them. it either. I know. Whatever TV wants, that's what happens. I did love getting to watch
0: Marcus Howard play. I will say they did a good job on him. Man, that kid can hoop. I love watching him.
2: It's he's fun. intriguing. I see why the NBA passed on him last year. He's awfully small. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's powerfully built, um, but he's they list him at 5'11", mm, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I think he just really needs to work on those point guard skills some more. But, cool. boy, he makes it look easy. That, that fast
0: break three he hit to start. Oh, it's beautiful. That was smooth. Like he stepped right into that and just nailed it. So I, I like watching. But it.
4: that's what makes me so jealous. I yeah. In ten years of covering Kansas State, I've not seen a single person shoot the ball like that. Yeah, and it's like what. Those are the Why kids are in so March, lucky?
0: man. That that just take over and they're so fun to watch. It was him and Ja in the first round last year, I think, wasn't it? Mar- Marquette played uh, Murray State, and him and Jaw just traded. Yeah, correct. Yeah, in that that's whole that's, first round game. Yeah, you know, that was fun. You know,
3: that was I had. Uh, I had I had Marquette winning that game.
0: How about the love from Wojo, too, for Bramlage? Yeah. Yeah, he,
4: he was, that was, that was pretty cool. Well, I thought the students good. were fantastic. Oh, they were great. They packed it out. I was I hope that that convinces K State to try and schedule more of those games. I yep. hope so, too. That was a lot more fun than Alabama State. Which I think you tweeted that it, it felt like a
3: conference game yeah. in there. It, and, and like I agree. a good yeah. conference game. us yeah. what are you
4: do- Alabama State,
3: like Arkansas Pine Bluff has been your go-to dog team. Well, they're both in the SWAC. But he's just been always bringing up, well, it's not like Arkansas Pine Bluff. He's probably said Arkansas Pine Bluff on this podcast at least 15 times. Well, they Gold were a mines. little bit
4: better than Florida A&M. Okay. And they might be better than Alabama State. I don't know. No, But they're good. all – the. The link between them, they're all in K-State's home schedule. Well,
3: maybe what K-State needs to push for. Which is really boring. What K-State needs to push for is to get the automatic bid bid out of the swag. (laughs) 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 Because they're like, we went undefeated against them. That would be, be at this point, maybe Come on, committee. Look at at the record. The numbers don't lie. The North Coward. Dakota State win, like Ryan Black has said, looks great.
2: <laughs> I want
3: to make sure I keep riding that horse till it. Well,
2: with uh, what Kellis said, if I'm Kansas State, I publicly offer a series to Wichita State. Oh, ha- yeah. Do exactly what they've done. Oh, I with, think it'd be awesome. With, with, because uh, forever, yeah, yeah. it was Marshall game. saying nobody will play me, and then K State quietly offered a series last year, and they said no. Go to a press conference. Or go on Twitter for God's sake. Say Shockers, when do you want to play? Let's go home and home. Let's yep. do it. Well, I, I think it would be great. It'd be definitely great, definitely great for the non-conference. Yeah. It'd give a little fire, you know. You, you said before the season that Conzo and Bruce had talked about Mizzou
0: and K State playing, right?
4: Yeah, they wanted to start a series, and yep. then KU came in and <laughs> take it away from them. Uh, so yeah, now I'm Missouri by that. Missouri doesn't want to do that yeah. now. And yeah, yeah they I mean, played last the, year. The door was open. They wanted. K-State wanted to play Wichita State a year or two ago or whenever that was, but Wichita State said, yeah. uh, now we're in rebuild mode. We don't want to lose to you. So I, I don't know if they'll go back to that again.
2: Uh, or an- another play. idea is to do exactly the kind of series that Missouri and KU did. It's Kansas City, trust home arenas. Yeah. Just yeah. mix it up. Yeah. I love that. Why like, not do it? Not do do
4: it I honestly think – I mean, the school, K-State probably wouldn't go for it, but I think if you sk- – Set it up to where K State controlled half the tickets. You could put it in Wichita at Interest. Every I agree, year. and it'd be a split crowd.
2: Well, even if you did one game in Entrust, one game in Sprint, Wichita yeah. fans are good at Sprint. they'd have fun doing that. No, like I said, do do
3: games at each home home campus, and then do Interest and then do Sprint.
2: Well, I'm down with okay. go ahead and schedule Nebraska, especially right now. Do it in uh, Omaha, Creighton. Creighton, yeah, I'm in on Creighton. Do those things instead of the swack. Well, I mean, it is at least what they've done with Tulsa,
3: which we, we see is happening because, again, two years ago was Wichita, last year was in Tulsa. Here, later this month, they'll be in Bramlett. Just throw the fear out the window and care about the fans. And I mean, Creighton's that's, a, that's a perfect opponent
2: for sprint. It just is. It's good program. Yeah. Let's go play. It's em. quality.
0: Most
3: years they're Or
4: at least games. give us more North Dakota states. I can't that's take right. any more of these swag schools. North Dakota
3: states. <laughs> I, mean, I it, league tournament champs.
4: I, I legit think. A team made up of media members could have hung with Florida A and M and they're <laughs> super overweight. Not center. if I'm in the rotation. You could be the coach.
2: Yeah. I'd bayheim and pee myself. You seem like you were on like a full court press. Is that, <laughs> that what you're about? I was a point forward. Oh yeah? power PowerPoint. Like before the PowerPoint, mm. like I, I'd go play on the block, but then I had to shoot threes. I don't think anybody calls it a powerpoint. You're not Microsoft, I, I, but but that's my era. That's my era. Yep. Yeah, it's, that's uh, awesome. Okay, I could stroke it back when I could jump. <laughs> Quit,
4: <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick question for the panel: Do you guys? I'm taking Ryan's job here. But, Amen. Sure. Uh, So who thinks K-State makes the NCAA tournament? No,
0: I never never thought they would. I I thought they'd miss, too, from the beginning of the year. Yeah.
4: I don't think they're really NIT material at this point. No,
0: no, I don't. Well, I think what last game represented, and I want to say Riley asked Bruce this after the game, was that was your best – Shot at a quality non-conference win because uh, I think they're they're a top thirty Ken Palm team. Marquette is, and Ken Palm's not the end up, be all end all, but like everybody else, doesn't even crack like the top fifty. I think like Mississippi State, St. Louis, they have uh, to
4: win the rest of their non-con games to even. No, they have to. The yeah. Oh yeah, and, and that includes Alabama
0: in, in January. Mm-hmm. They got to pick up a couple impressive conference wins somewhere, and I don't know. where.
4: No,
3: I, I think at this point, like I said, they have to win out with the non-con, and now I I think they have to get at least ten wins. Yeah, in the Big Twelve. I yeah. don't. That's not happening, That's right? Not happening. I mean, it could maybe
4: see nine, but so 500. Eight, 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 I don't think he'll do it anymore.
2: Not with the, not with this non conference. Unless
4: like record. the eight wins they had were KU twice
2: and. Yeah, Baylor. Baylor twice. You know, maybe then, but but then the committee would look at the bad losses for K State. This is how it works at K State to bring this thing full circle. Then it's about the bad losses, not the good wins.
3: Well, I, I was looking back at the schedule actually last night. Does this? Because again, I was way before I got here. But this, does this team at all remind you guys of 2015-16? No, they went five and thirteen in conference, seventeen sixteen overall. They, that was the year they beat number one Oklahoma.
4: Was that? Was that Browns in them first year? I guess it would.
3: Yeah, because yeah. it would have been I guess when they went on the road and beat Georgia as freshmen.
2: No, and ah. here's why: you had Marcus Foster in there. Was that the no, year? No, that was that was the year after the next year. Um, no, there's something different about this team. I don't know. I mean, that team you could kind of see something there, but. That team you could, yeah, it's just different because that team
4: you knew was building to something else, you know. It wasn't about that season, really. This this team has more talent. I just don't know that it fits.
2: You had just had the Marcus Foster implosion of the program, and they really had, everyone knew they had to restart. And so they went out, I think there was eight guys in that recruiting class. Only three of them panned out. Um, yeah, like, but, boy, they w- were good. Wes
4: was, like, the only guy who stayed. And
2: Wes was the guy. You knew it was going to be rough. And the fans knew it was going to be rough. Fans were overly optimistic about this group. They really were. They they were, oh, I think they can make the tournament easy. I think there's, you know, an A seed. And I'm like, well, I don't see this. This current group right yeah. now.
0: I think the most interesting part of the year is going to be when Murphy's back healthy and the freshmen take over the minutes. Like, we're not – That's got to happen. I think it has to. I think you, Bruce has trended that way a little bit to start. I don't got the numbers in front of me, but we're going to get to a point where it's like, eh, we're not giving pity minutes to, to Levi or, or these other guys. Like, we're going Antonio, Montavious, and DeJuan are, are filling out an eight-man rotation. And that's that's your best shot at winning.
2: Yeah, and David Sloan's an interesting guy to me because I think there's something about his game. But I also think he's on the outside looking in and how Bruce wants to play for whatever reason. He's going to play Mike and Cardi, and Sloan will be the Levi of the backcourt. Yeah, I I think that's probably what we're going to see. Well, I hope you haven't been frustrated by the Insiders podcast this week, even though you might be frustrated by K-State basketball and the bowl pick. Don't be frustrated about the bowl pick, man.
0: I, I don't know. I just have fun with it.
2: Well, you know, it's it's
0: kind of like— Is there any chance
4: we get a heat wave?
2: Like I don't, a don't heat know. Wave a through Memphis. Question. Maybe. Oh, that would make great. it more that'd tolerable.
0: So... The weather shouldn't be that. I don't think it would be It that was bad. cold last time. Yeah, was it was cold. It was okay. bitter.
2: Um, I, it's kind of like uh, getting underwear for Christmas, and then after complaining about it, you realize— these are damn comfy underwear. <laughs> yeah. These hopefully, underwear. I can, hopefully I can go. He's, I'm hoping I can go. You I'll, will go. I'm hoping I can go, I'll throw yeah. my weight around at WIBW. <laughs> I'll say, dang it, I'm not working there anymore. They go, okay. Well, no. You got that kind of pull? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have any I, pull anywhere, particularly in my own house. Right. Is that how we were circling back to football? I know you should have yeah, yeah. back to it. Oh, do you how
3: have we, a rant? I can't do it today because my, my – in the interest of my vocal cords and my throat, I'm oh, trying to. Oh, no. God. Man. What, a well, you got a concert dawn, later? No, I Germany just I, I just have been a little, little slightly under the weather. Your compass is pointing south right now. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Tyler. Uh, Dynamite drop here. in.
2: I don't know. I, I, we Coming back to football, it doesn't matter where you play. By God, nine wins is a good season. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great year. I mean, it's – I don't –
0: yeah, you may have many qualms. I mean, I guess the only one—it's the best pick, first
3: season the K State coach has ever had, and it could have been better. I guess that's the only a fir- thing. I'd, a first year K State like right. beat West Virginia
0: at home, and you're already at nine. You're going for ten. Like, I mean, that's that's the only thing I can think of. Really.
3: It would be at ten if you don't you know blow a fourteen point lead at Texas. Yep, yeah, that too, that too. But West Virginia
0: just stood out as the only. Oh line.
3: no, that's that's the, that only, was the loss only like that
0: inexcusable you... loss where I was like that that can't happen.
2: Yeah, the rest of it was understandable to me. Man, what could have been. What was unexpected, but and here they are. Is. Yeah, and you know the reality is far better than anyone ever expected. I love the people on Twitter. Oh, so I predicted this. Well, you you predicted it, but you were an idiot for doing so. See, I mean, who rightly predicts eight wins in a coach's first season coming up, picking up a losing program? This isn't Ohio State for God's sakes. I mean, he picked up a program that had won five games. Talent was trending downward. There were no running backs of scholarship on the roster. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Two, two of your top
3: receivers leave before the fall even gets here.
2: They can coach. I'll give them that. They put it together, but now they got their hands full trying to get this team prepared for Navy. And I'm looking forward to watching Army Navy for the first time, wire to wire. Hey, it's one of the coolest sporting events. Period ever. I'm year. sure it's awesome. It's awesome to watch. Gene Taylor will be there probably.
4: He is going. Ironic. Is it?
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Where is it at this year? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Is it in Philly? Okay. Okay. Interesting. The ties that Gene has to the Navy program, and now they're going to play him early on. So,
3: Well, I think the one thing so many people who all they ever want to focus on is the game and where they're going that they lose sight of is for the coaches and the players. The thing that's almost as important, if not the most important, is just now the 15 extra practices you oh, get. Oh, huge. Because it's a whole extra spring practice that you get. You don't make a bowl, you lose all those. Didn't
4: yep. hurt him last year, though. Yeah. They got better without him last year. Well, but that's a little bit different. I so. actually think the bowl's... Practices are a little overrated. Yeah, because... I would side with Kellis on this. I think a lot of teams, honestly, would rather just not even go to some bowl games, not practice. But for this team, I think, especially with the
2: young guys. Well, there's a yin and yang to it. You you pick up bowl practice, but a lot of it is focused on younger players, which is great for a program like Kansas State. Don't get me wrong, but it also keeps your coaches off the road recruiting. Now, the early signing period changes that a little bit because a lot of your... Your class is already in the barn, but um, I don't know. I've always been a fan. If you don't go to a bowl, you get five extra spring practices or something like that, just to kind of even it out. Um, because there is a huge advantage in practice if you make go to a bowl. A
3: I don't think they should get, they should not, get pity
2: practices. Uh, pity. I like that. That's exactly what they could call them, pity practices. Well, that's
3: what I want to – it's like, well, if we have pity practice
4: number one today. They come in and, and phrase it that way every – It just seems weird to me that there are regulations on how much you can practice. If you want to practice, just practice. Who cares? Talk about practice. Alan Iverson didn't want to do it. He yeah, was yeah. fine. You want to do it all day? <laughs> have you guys noticed to- how many
3: times Weber has referenced him this year already? It's like at least three times. Yeah, I yeah, said so that I one. only
4: heard the once. One more or the other
3: times – Okay, I kn- Well, one time was after uh, like in a post-game press conference or either uh-huh. either that or one of our – pre maybe it was both a post-game press conference at Bramlage and at like a pre-gaming, another one. And then he did it on the radio uh, after ah, okay. the Bradley loss. So maybe that's why you didn't hear that one because you would have actually just been at the regular presser.
4: Maybe he's been watching a lot older. In your shorts and flip-flops
3: while <laughs> I, you're down there. I wore pants and Okay, jeans. fine. Like your bosses <laughs> would have known. Mm. We know mm. that Fitz – Never wears pants when he's not here. I just don't wear pants. Yeah,
4: Maybe I'll wear shorts in Newark, <laughs> mix it up. That's that, a good move. Wow.
2: That's a quality move. That'll be really good. Then next week, you'll be complaining about your voice. So I don't know, it's, it's,
3: I'm trying to think of a word that's with R. It's not, so it's not Ryan's rains it's Ryan's. Ramblings? Uh, I, I did ramble with today, for sure. Ryan's half ass efforts. Right,
0: my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is that you own a compass that. <laughs>
3: it is just we for don't looks, even, guys. A very I mysterious. I don't compass, understand like. how that's just this.
0: But you're like the only person in the history to own a compass for looks. Like that. That's it's just, it just it
3: just compliments my coffee table. That's
2: all it is. That's the ending point. We've Hello, got coffee table. You're very nice. <laughs> you look very nice. You got nice legs. That's it for the. Power Cut Insiders podcast. There you go.
4: Bring it in next week. See North. if it complements that table. North.
3: Okay, the bad thing is, by the way, guys, so it has these little hooks on it where you could like either hang it's it or whatever. Going. And one of them broke off, so now I've got. It just looks. Oh,
4: it's not ready for display?
3: Well, I, I, I don't know, guys. I wish we hadn't got on this top, but I kind of screwed myself up even bringing so it. You're so proud of I it. I think, it, I think you endeared
4: yourself,
0: go. honestly. Yeah. It's,
3: uh, I it is it. kind of a metaphor for my. Take a uh, picture of it and change it to your
0: lack Twitter of direction. Oscar.
3: Lack of, yeah, lack
0: of direction. Wow,
2: wow nicely <laughs> done. It took me a second, but that was good. Yeah, well done. Mm. There we go. We're out of here. Thanks, Commerce Bank. We didn't miss Matt one bit.
1: You've been listening to the PowerCat Insiders Podcast, presented by Commerce Bank. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.